today's podcast, Tape 4, Past Masters by The Beatles. Trust the Wizards present Robert Pollard's Guide to the Late 60s. Before going on tour with his band, Guided by Voices, in 2001, Robert Pollard recorded his favourite records onto 62 double-sided cassettes. Music from 1966 to 1971, from the best-known bands of the era to obscure, unheard-of psychedelic curios. The Wizards are on a mission to listen to and explore every groove. Kicker and Chorizo invite you to turn off your mind, relax and float downstream as you listen to Robert Pollard's guide to the late 60s. Pastmasters then is a compilation. It rounds up all the officially released Beatles songs that weren't on any of the albums. Uh, it was, came out in the late 80s, early 90s when, when the Beatles albums were all first released on cd 88 i reckon 80 that's about that would be about right yeah yeah i, th- mm. I, th- I think the um there's i was working at hmv at this time and i think that the they released sergeant pepper on cd around about the time of the 20th anniversary so that would have been 87 and then they released the others i also remember i remember we they they sold um this box set uh which was a very nicely presented box set but it was basically just all the albums all the beatles mm. albums and um, Past Masters 1 and 2 in, an, in a very nice box. And it was like, I don't know, 180 quid or something. And I remember yeah. us saying, nobody's going to buy this. Who would <laughs> buy this? Who would spend 180 quid? Uh, and, and these days, I mean, a, a box set of everything a band ever recorded for 180 quid is, is quite a reasonable purchase. The deluxe edition kind of yeah, things, yeah. Are the completest box sets are, are quite a thing. But back then it would seem like a bizarre thing that anyone would want to buy that. I think they're they're on sale at the uh, the Beatles Museum in Liverpool. Yeah, you can still buy it, but, but I don't know if it's 180 quid. It might be a lot more than that. Yeah, probably. I mean, they might have started including the anthology songs and Let It Be Naked and all the other uh, stuff that's come right. out since. So basically, what uh, I mean, what it's mainly got on it is A sides and B sides that weren't included on albums, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Plus a few other oddities. German songs. German songs, yes, because She Loves You is there. In English, the English version, and then uh, also "Sie liebt Dick," which of course is German for "She loves Dick." Yeah, is it? Yeah. Well, you you are the go-to uh, language person, so I have to believe you. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, also German version of "I want to hold your hand." Yeah. Yeah. Come give give me a dinner hand. Yes, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, they're, they're all right. I mean, I've, with those ones, I mean, they are basically exactly the same, but just with uh, the words different. Do you know- what disappointed me with that, right? So you think about She Loves You, and, you know, I, I know there's more to it than, than just yeah, 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 but it's mostly yeah, 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 right? So, you know, when you're doing that in German, would, you would have thought that of ya, ya, ya it, no? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, because obviously it's well, not it really German, is it? No, well, it isn't, but everything else is in German, but they kept the yeah, yeah, yeah's as yeah, yeah, yeah's. Yeah, well, ya, ya, ya would work, wouldn't it? It would work. I mean, if it, if it was in Spanish and you were saying she loves you, C C C, I mean, and I can understand yeah. that might not work. Yeah, yeah, right. But um, um, and and I mean, the guitar still goes pling pling pling, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Pling pling pling. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we, this is the last of the Beatles albums that we're going to talk about on the podcast because it's yes. the last one that was included in in Pollard's list. That's true. Um, so uh, you know, uh, 
I think it's time as well that we maybe did a bit of a roundup of the Beatles having come to the end of these series of podcasts and we may, maybe talk about our, our favourite Beatles songs of all time as well. Okay, uh, well, uh, and also you'll be very pleased to know that at the end of this episode, uh, I've got a Beatles quiz for you, which, you know, oh. I'm sure you'll do very well, but it's, it's mostly for, for um, our Beatles-loving listener, ah. uh, Will Neville. Ah. Well, I think we'll almost certainly get very cross about it, so I do hope we'll hear from him. Okay, yes. He recently described us on, on Twitter, I think, as, as somewhat informed, which <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'll take that any day. Well, somewhat informed, I'll, I'll take Absolutely. that. We'd make no, you know, if you want to listen to podcasts by people who really know their stuff about the Beatles, there's plenty yeah. of others out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the place for you. Uh, well, I mean, I think, uh, am I right in saying that this, this compilation is chronological, would yes. you say? Yes, True? it is, yeah. yeah so, so, I mean, it starts with Love Me Do. Um, yeah. And, you know, those early songs, Love Me Do, up, up to This Boy. Yeah. Um, so the sort of the first five or six songs on the on this, this compilation. They don't do very much for me. Really? Yeah. I mean, I understand that at the time they would have been quite exciting, but they don't sound very exciting now. Although, I want to hold your hand. I do like the hand claps on that. I think that's that's quite good. Yeah. Um, but are, are you a big fan of that early stuff? Uh, yeah, I, I, some of it. Some of it. I mean, some of those uh, B-sides and some of the album tracks off Please Please Me are, are you know, a bit kind of forgettable. Almost, but uh, Richard would but say. I, 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 yeah, I know what you mean, but I, I wouldn't say "From Me to You" or "She Loves You" or "I Want to Hold Your Hand" fall into that bracket. They're, they're mm. no, I mean, "Love Me Do" is sounds very much like a sort of Everly Brothers song. There's not much original in it. You know, there's not much innovative. Um, uh, it's, well, it's two I, or three I, I chords. Presume, I presume from from "Love Me Do" that the that sort of the the stop start bit that, was that fairly unusual at the time. I don't hear anything in Love Me Do that you you wouldn't hear in a in a sort of standard Everly Brothers song from possibly mm. two or three years before that. Um, mm. Whereas I think in She Loves You and I Want to Hold Your Hand and you know a lot of those songs from around that time. Uh, I guess because they're, they're, yeah they're not just three chords or four chords like a lot of you know American rock and roll or rockabilly or sort of the the. the the, you know the Everly Brothers type stuff. A lot of it can be played with three or four chords. Yeah. Uh, so most of these songs, you know, they can they they're a bit more complex than that. They're a bit more thought out than that. Um, mm. And the uh, so I mean, but some of them aren't. Uh, you know, uh, uh, this boy, which uh, you know is is the chorus of that is sorry the verses of that are very kind of musically established, aren't they? You know, it's basically a do what chord progression. Uh, yeah. But but then it comes to life. It really comes to life for me in the middle eight bit, with John's vocal just that it just you know changes it from a pretty okay song to something that's really a bit bit better. And I think a lot mm. of the early Beatles songs, they have that. It's kind of like the extra bits that they throw in that make them mm. a bit more interesting. It's funny, like having been in various covers bands over the years. And, and played a lot of these songs, a lot of Beatles songs in, in you know, three different covers bands I've been in who've played quite a lot of Beatles songs. And, yeah. um, is that because you been getting chucked out of the band? No, no, because I've moved around. Um, All right. Okay. Uh, the, um, and a, a lot of the time, the bits I would struggle to remember to play would always be the middle eight 
chord progressions because again you take a lot of the songs like you can't do that which you know the the chord, the, the verses are easy it's three chord stuff and then you go okay which which middle eight is on this one again uh, mm. because they're very not very much not conventional and that's where I think they 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 stand out a bit from your Jerry and the pacemaker. Well, it's interesting on, on this this compilation. So so it starts with those early early songs, and then there's a whole bunch of cover versions. Kind of in I think it's the end of of the first record. I've got a, the, the thing on on two records, a double album. Yeah. And then the first, so you've got four cover versions that come up fairly close together, don't you? That's right. So you've got Long yeah. Tall Sally, um, Slow Down, yeah. Matchbox, and Bad Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they, I mean, they, they're, they're fairly close to the originals, aren't they? Well, Matchbox certainly is. Uh, mm. Yeah, I really like the original of Matchbox, um, and I quite like the Beatles version, except that, that Ringo isn't doesn't sing it very well. Um, mm. So, do you know that Carl Perkins was actually there in the studio when they recorded that? Yeah, apparently yeah. he's he's on. He's supposed to be on it, isn't he? Well, nobody seems to really know, but possibly that guitar mm. that we hear at the start. It sounds very much like the either George has learnt it very well, or which of course is possible, or or it's Carl Perkins playing. I mean, if he was there, and you were playing his song, you'd get him to play the guitar riff, wouldn't you? Of course. I, would, I mean, yeah. in fact, you'd get him to sing the vocal as well. Frankly, but, I mean, if Little Richard was there when you're doing Long Tall Sally, presumably you'd ask him to sing it as well, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. So I, I really like Matchbox, but it's not as good as the original because Ringo doesn't sing it that well. It sounds Probably, a bit um, rushed off. Best used to sing it. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, so it's clearly the drummer's song. Yeah, and Long Tall Sally and Slow Down both I quite enjoy. I mean, Bad Boy is is a bit more forgettable, but then I just think the song's a bit silly. You know, it's it's yeah. it's not their and, performance. And, uh, well, the, the thing that I quite like about uh, both uh, those Larry Williams covers is the fact that the the Beatles don't really give a shit about playing very accurately. There's, there's quite a lot of fluffs and misses and. Um, so on slow down, I think there's 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 certainly a, a number of duff notes which I right. I like. I, I, yeah. I quite like and on uh, on bad boy, I mean at various points, I don't don't think John knows the words. Right. Okay. I hadn't noticed that. I hadn't I think that. he says. I wrote down this. He says uh, he won't do nothing right. Hisim frizzim, card looks so good. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. I do know. I do know that um, "Slow Down" is a song that I've played in in bands uh, uh, long before the internet. Back in the eighties, I played it, and our version was a bit faster than the Beatles' version. It was a bit more like the Jam's version, uh, mm. and um, I had absolutely no idea what any of the words were. <laughs> uh, it was like, "Come on, be brave, let's talk to me." Slow down. I knew the slow down bit, but it, it didn't really matter. It didn't really matter. Um, punk in it. It's punk. Yeah, well, our version was. I think it was at least as fast, if not faster, than the Jams version. Um, so, I, mean, I would, I would say that uh, this sort of point in the in the record, the first song that I really like is "She's a Woman," which is which is a, a Beatles original. Although, I, you could be mistaken for thinking it was a, a cover of a sort of a garage band, sort of sixties. Yeah, yeah. Like someone like Sir Douglas Quartet or someone like that. Yeah, but it's. But I really like that one. That's that's definitely one of my favourites. I think it's got great vocals on it. Apparently, it's another drug song. Who knew? Right. Well, it sounds a bit like um, you know uh, the the bassline and stuff is a little bit like Rain that we that comes later on. It, uh, it's Mrs Garbanzo's. I think it's her second favourite Beatles song. She's a woman. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I like it. Well. We've it's missed in my top eleven. I've got a top eleven. Ah, right. Be. We've missed out um, 
the other song off the Long Tall Sally album, uh, which we haven't talked about, which is I Call Your Name, which is not a song I was that familiar with. Uh, it needs more cowbell, doesn't it? Uh, no, absolutely not. But uh, uh, I, I, not a song I've heard. I must have heard it because I heard these songs when Passmasters came out, but um, uh, it, it must have passed me by a bit at the time. But having listened to it a lot more, well, that is a fantastic song. That's a fantastic. Mm. It's definitely one of the best on this thing. I did a little graphic, by the way, before we move away from the early years too much. I'm sure, mm. I'm, you know, we, having as we're talking about the Beatles and the Beatles are a band that you know. There's been a few books written about them over the years and a few few studies of them. Um, I made a little graph that I'm going to share with you later, which is all about the use of personal pronouns in Beatles song titles. Oh, uh, nice. And I'm sure I'm sure that probably somebody studied this in great detail, but. Did you know that out of the first um, four singles, five singles, it, every single one has either I, me, or you in the in the song title until they get to this boy? Wow. Yeah. So uh, they they were big on the personal pronouns in the titles yeah. of the songs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so and I feel fine is it was the last one for quite a while that had uh, you know had that in the title, and then they kind of pretty much stopped doing it almost altogether. Well, they stopped singing yeah. about love, really, didn't they? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I guess you know the, those early songs musically are, are, are what I what I like. It's not. It's not. Uh, there aren't many of them where I think, well, this is a brilliant lyric. I mean, the mm. lyrics are it, it, they're brilliant performances. They're brilliant records, mm. um, and they're brilliant yeah. music, and they're brilliantly yeah. they're very well played. But um, it's not kind of the lyrics on any of these early ones that kind of jumps out of you until about sixty four, sixty five, when they. When they met Dylan, started smoking a bit of weed and started getting a bit more interesting with lyrically. Yeah, which is the second half of this collection, really, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's where it really comes into its own. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, feel fine. Is, is just before we move on to I Feel Fine, it's one of those songs you talked about with uh, on, uh, on the Sergeant Pepper podcast we did about how you, you She's Leaving Home is kind of spoilt for you because of, because of you using it in your English teaching. Uh, yeah. uh, well, similarly, I think just there's certain Beatles songs that I've just played so much yeah. in in bands. I feel fine is definitely one that they kind of, you know, I, I listen to the music. The, the the record just passes goes over my head and I don't even notice it. Um, a ticket to ride, saw her standing there. You can't do that. Quite a lot of these songs. Mm. Um, just I feel fine. It's a great song, though. It's brilliant. Say. It's absolutely brilliant record. One of it used to be one of my favourites, but I just these days I just don't even hear it when it's on because it's like. Yeah. So familiar to me, you know. Yeah. I feel final ticket to ride was pretty much always what we opened the gigs with, because mm. they're quite uh, you know straightforward songs to play that we'd done for you know that we knew very very well. We could play them with our eyes closed, you know. So uh, when we get onto the the later stuff, I mean, this is where I would say that at least four of these are in my top fifteen all time Beatles songs. Yeah. Two or three of them, are, maybe four of them, even in the top ten. Um, right. They they all kind of appear. Fairly late on, which suggests that that's the uh, the era that I like best. Yeah. So, I've, I mean, I've got Revolu- we've got Revolution, which is the proper version of Revolution. Yeah, indeed, yes, not the one. Uh, we've version, got yeah. Don't Let Me Down. We've got Rain. All of those would be in my top top Beatles songs. Great. Yeah. Uh, well, they're not. None of those are in my top Beatles song. Although Revolution nearly made it. Um, there's a cu- there's a couple in the second half of this album that are in my top ten. Uh, we can work it out. Which is I just love that song. Life is very short, and there's no time for fussing and fighting, my friend. I live my life by that rule, you know. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you're a coward, though, right? Well, you know, 
Peace and love, peace and love, as Ringo would say. Right, Ringo, thanks for that. Um, and uh, another one I absolutely love, although I can't really explain why, uh, is Across the Universe. Always really, really love that song. Do uh, you like this version of it, though? No. No, it, not as much. Uh, I like the version on Let It Be. In fact, it's pretty much one of the very few songs I do like on the Let It Be album. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you know why it's got all the animals on it? It was some kind of re- version they for a charity album, right? The, this version. That's right. It was a Spike Milligan uh, WWF, which I, I think was the World Wildlife Fund rather than anything to do with wrestling. Yes. Uh, yeah. It was a charity album. I think all they did was add this, the, the sound effects to it. Yeah. Um, but I, in, in so the, the other version, that, actually, the version I like is isn't on Let It, Let it Be. It's on the um, the anthology. Right. I think it's called Take Two. Ah, okay. Which yeah. is quite, it's, it's kind of a rougher version, but I really yeah. like that one. Yeah. I even like the the Bowie version, which seems to be, uh, you know, even, but it, it's, everyone seems to say the Bowie version's terrible, but uh, I, 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 I really like it. Um, yeah, so that those two, We Can Work It Out and Across the Universe, I think would be the only ones off this album that would get into my uh, top ten. Although, I, as I said, I, I love She Loves You. Uh, I really like um, I'm Down. Uh, mm. I really like Lady Madonna. Uh, yeah, there's a uh, there's a few big big ones we on this on the second half of this album, isn't there? Let it be. Mm. Uh, um, hey Jude. Well, Hey Jude is filthy, isn't it? Of course. Well, it's got a swear in it, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah it's got a swear in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was, I was desperately listening, trying to. I, I knew there was a swear in it somewhere. And I couldn't remember where it was. So over the the last week when I've been playing, I'm trying to, find, and I think I found it. Ah, I'm, yeah. I'm very excited. So it's about three minutes in. Yeah. And he he fluffs Lennon fluffs the one of the lines that he does, and uh, and he he goes, "Fucking hell." Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, it's great. You, you, it's like the telephone ringing at the end of uh, the David Bowie song, isn't it? You, 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 once you know it's there, you, you, you hear it every time. That's uh, right, yeah. Yeah. So, hey, I mean, hey, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it goes on a bit, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, if, 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 if we want to upset anybody, any Beatles fans listening to this, I was yeah. thinking before we started recording, I, I love hey, dude. I think it's great. But, yeah. but um, it... That really would upset people, wouldn't it? If you came on here and said, "Hey, dude, what a load of old toss." No, I don't. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to say that, but I mean, I think the part of the problem is you've, I've heard it so much. Yeah, uh, yeah, the the, the no, 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 no bits. Uh, yeah. uh, you could you could cut cut, cut cut a minute off the end there, and it would yeah. still be just as good. The the cut good bit. The good bit is the is the first part of the song, which is actually yeah. the song. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, and you know, it's one of those songs like. I don't really know if it was meant to be written like this, but it it sounds like it. it's one of those songs like Everybody Hurts, which is one of those, you know, arm around the shoulder, you're going through some tough times, you know, mm. chin up, chap, chin yeah. up, fella. That's exactly that what it is, stuff. isn't it? Because yeah. it was written, written but, during Lennon's divorce, wasn't it, for his, his lad? Right, and it's, and, it's, and it's just brilliant. It just does that very, very well. Yeah. <laughs> but too long. And, and, and let, it, let it be... Yeah, I would I would say Let It Be is right up there with uh, Long and Winding Road for most boring Beatles song. <laughs> Come off it now, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's it's not. I've I've got I've I've got some songs for boring Beatles songs for it, which we could go through at the end. Let It Be is is fantastic, and it's it's beyond. It's kind of, I feel almost feel like it's beyond criticism because it's. It, I mean, if you it sounds a bit musically, it sounds a little bit like a hymn. 
and I think that's why a lot of people might not like it. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, quite deliberately, right? Because yeah, I mean, yeah. okay, McCartney's mother happens to be called Mary, but yes. I mean, talk about Mother Mary isn't isn't coincidental well, with no, the sound. Also, the, the the song title where where it's it's almost like he's he's. A prayer it's like a uh you know a supplication to a higher power that he's saying let it be make this thing happen whatever it is that that it, it make but also but also it's it, it's the double meaning of let it be because it also as well as being you know please make this thing come true but also it's kind of like yeah but acceptance that of of whatever you know mm-hmm. it's it's i think it's lyrically brilliant uh, and I, I, I quite, I quite like. I probably like it just as much though if it was just um, Paul McCartney on the piano for the whole thing. Mm. Uh, I don't particularly. I mean, like no, you, you know my name. Look up the number though, is it? Right. Now here's a <laughs> thing. Here's a thing. I have um, messaged a few people today, and I tried oh, yeah. to get an age range of people, uh, and I've messaged a few people. So tell me what your favourite Beatles songs are. Yeah. And. Um, one of uh, my friends, in fact, uh, the person who does the voiceover at the beginning of uh, the, uh, the introduction at the beginning of our podcast, mm. has put that in their top five. Which? You know my name, look up the number. You are joking. No, I'm not joking. And also, just before we went on, on air, somebody on Twitter, we asked mm. uh, the question, what's your favourite songs on, on this compilation? Mm. And somebody else on Twitter, uh, hang on a minute... Jose Simeon has mm. chose two two songs that is his favourite off there. I call your mm. name, cowbell mm. exclamation mark, and you know my mm. name, experimentation exclamation mark. I mean, experimentation yeah. is all very well. <laughs> I mean, tomorrow never knows is experimentation. You know, yeah. revolution number nine is experimentation. This is just stoned bullshit. Well, you say that. I mean, there's, there, there is there is a bit of German in there. Are you aware of the German connection here? So, so you know that bit where he goes, uh, good evening and welcome to Slaggers? Yeah. Right. Which you kind of think, well, that's not very subtle, is it? But, of course, uh, do, do you happen to know that Schlager in German means hit? No, I did As not in, know that. A hit. Oh, like Schlager-type music. Yeah. Correct. Um, I, I've got here the Revolution in the Head, the Ian MacDonald book, you know, oh, which yeah. is generally, you know, accepted to be one of the great works on on the Beatles. Having yeah. reread a few bits of this um, over the last few weeks as we've been doing these podcasts, I'm, I'm beginning to think that he doesn't like the Beatles that much because there's an awful <laughs> lot of songs where he says, "Yeah, this one's not that great." There's an awful lot of songs like that. Anyway, he says, "Of you know my name, look up the number." He calls it a transparent waste of studio time. <laughs> uh, but then later on he says um, it's thanks to the band's natural humour quite funny which I think is massively overstating how funny it is I think the th- thing about Beatles humour is Beatles humour is it tends to refer to the you know reference to goons yes um, and I think we're even though we are both very old yes. we're too young to really appreciate that as being anything other than a bit it, it's, it sounds like it also. I mean, I've also referencing the goons with Monty Python. Also, hark back to the goons. It sounds like one of the really unfunny bits on a Monty Python album. Yeah, uh, nice. and it's it, and, and I mean, I would say it's it's definitely. I didn't really know it until I started listening to this compilation. Mm. Um, it's gone straight into my all-time <laughs> top ten least favorite Beatles. Song. So, so, I mean, it, you're in agreement with me then. It might be even the, in the top five, or possibly even in the top three. <laughs> Um, I mean, so you're in agreement it's, with it's me awful. that the, the, the it's last a totally few tracks on this we could ditch. 
The last three tracks. So across the un- well, isn't that across the universe? Last and let two, it be? last two. Just last two. Across the universe, I'll keep that. But the last two, we no, don't. I, we no. don't need know my name, and we don't need let it be. Really, you, we you we disagree on let it be. But I mean, surely <laughs> there must have been something in the archives when they came to release let it be as a single. There must have been something in the archives better than you know my name. Look up the number. And and yeah. and if that was the last thing they released, so <laughs> it's the A side is let it be. Which, whether yeah. you like it or not, is is kind of quite a serious song with a kind of message. Yeah. And to back that with the most ridiculous thing they ever recorded, <laughs> just seems. But I mean, we, we, totally we've kind of skipped bizarre. over the the. the, the I think there's a "Old Brown Shoe" might be my favourite Harrison song. It's either that or a Northern song. I like I like "Old Brown Shoe" very much. Yeah. It reminds me a bit of um, that sort of that sort of slidey guitar bit. Is that, isn't that a bit like Highway 61 Revisited? I don't know who did it first. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. It is now. Well, uh, I, well um, I think Highway 61, that's 66, maybe, 65. Think so, I think, but, uh, yeah. but also the bass on that is great. And yeah. apparently it's Harrison playing the bass, which I didn't right. realise. Uh, uh, no, I, I quite like that. I wouldn't say it's his best his best Beatles song, but, uh, um, but it, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I like it very much. Um, we haven't talked about uh, Paperback Writer. Um, oh, yes. Or, or... You're a fan of that one, are you? Oh, yes, yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. What's, what's not to like about that? You know, uh... Absolutely. And again, the bass on that is very good, isn't it? Yeah, everything on that is, is brilliant. It's just a, a, a little bit like we said about Waterloo Sunset on the last podcast. It's just a, mm. a, a, you know, a perfect recording of, a, of a, you know, it just captures a, a time, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I, I, I suspect you probably don't like Lady Madonna, but I, I think Lady Madonna is also great. Um, but it's just a boogie-woogie piano, isn't it? The thing that annoys me most about Lady Madonna is what happened to Saturday. Oh, I've not noticed that. Yeah. He talks about Friday, he talks about Sunday, he talks about various other days, but he misses out Saturday. Well, this is lyrical inconsistency, isn't it? You know, I it meant, is. I meant to say when we were talking about um, Sergeant Pepper, uh, we were talking about the song She's Leaving Home, uh, mm. in which the backing vocals say, um, fun is the one thing that money can't buy. Well, hang on a minute, Mr. McCartney, because earlier in a previous song, you've already told us that you can't buy love. Yeah. Yeah, and the message of She's a Woman seems to be reiterating that. So make your mind up, Mr. McCartney. (laughs) All we're asking for is consistency. That's all we want. Indeed. Yeah. Mm. Right then, I think, uh, and unless you've got anything particularly... I just wanted to say, also going back to listening to this, which is in chronological order and does cover their whole career, you Mm. really, really notice, because... I feel like because we've covered the later albums, I feel like, in fact, someone told me that I've come across as a bit of a McCartney, uh, McCartneyist, if that's the right word, and 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 a bit down on John Lennon's stuff, mm. uh, which isn't really true, but may seem that way because we've been talking about the later albums, where I think on the later albums the best stuff is generally speaking the McCartney stuff. Or the very few songs where they actually collaborate together, but there's not many of those in the, in, you know, from '66 onwards. But what you really notice when you're hearing all those early songs is is that there's so much Lennon, and then gradually as the career goes on, and possibly around the time they started, you know, getting into drugs and doing the LSD and all that kind of stuff, Lennon's less involved, whereas he definitely was the main guy. You know, mm. in the, in, in the I, I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't have been able to tell you that necessarily, but what I did do notice is that there's a huge jump in terms of interesting lyrics. That, yes. That, I mean, if you think about Paperback Writer and you compare that to I Want to Hold Your Hand, I mean, it's, it's a million miles away. And yet it's, what, three years? Is it three years between the two, something like that? 
Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Between those two, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Or even paperback writer going back to I Feel Fine, which I think is only one year. Um, mm. Yeah. It's so I mean, I mean, it becomes much more. Uh, some of the, the stuff doesn't work. Some of the experimental stuff for me is, doesn't doesn't work. But uh, yeah. the, the songwriting, I think, just gets better and better. Yeah. Uh, and a day tripper and as well. With you, you know my name. Look up the number. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. It peaks with that. Yeah, yeah. A day tripper. I just want to mention before we move on from that. Uh, it's another one of those songs. I it used to be one of my favourites, but having played it such a lot, I'd, you know, I, I'm a bit I've kind of got a bit worn out of it. Uh, but it is um, Mrs Garbanzo's favourite. It is oh, the favourite of both my kids. Uh, as well, um, and, and but one of my one of uh, one of the junior Garbanzo says that his favourites are um, Day Tripper and Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, and being for the benefit of Mr Kite. Oh, interesting choice. I mean, yes, another Beatles drug song, of course, Day Tripper, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a great, great riff. Love the riff, it, it, of course. Yeah, yeah, and and again, that that's the I guess that's one of the first ones where they're not particularly talking about boy girl stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, and you know, apparently a little bit of it about you know the Beatles, have, other members of the Beatles having taken LSD and McCartney being at that point reluctant to to do it. Um, okay. So yeah, okay. I think we I'll should go say, on uh, to yes, it, yes, it is. Yeah, uh, no, it isn't. Right, you don't like that one. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right then. I think we should go for um, our. Top tens and bottom tens, okay? Okay, well, I, I, I have to say that I've, I've failed with my homework for this podcast, so I haven't got a bottom ten, but I can okay. tell you some things I don't like. Yeah, okay. Well, let's do let's do the, the, the bit first that's going to um, maybe not upset people quite so much. So, um, of my top ten, we've talked about quite a few of them already, so I'll just quickly mention Across the Universe, A Day in the Life, We Can Work It Out, uh, and... That's it, actually, of the ones we've seen. I'll also throw in there uh, I Am The Walrus, and then the re- most of the rest are early ones. Um, uh, if I Fell, I've Just Seen A Face, You're Gonna Lose That Girl. Oh, For No One, which we talked about on the Revolver one, uh, You Won't See Me, Please Please Me, and All You Need Is Love. I think that might be 11 songs. Uh, yeah. But uh, And I'll throw in a sort of... A, Sort of honorary mentions to Revolution, uh, Babies in Black, uh, and She's Leaving Home, and I'll Follow the Sun, and all of Hard Day's Night, all of Help, and all of Rubber Song. See, you can't yeah. do that. No. <laughs> but, but I mean, you've, 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 it's interesting because, I mean, I, for those you've said there, I would definitely have I'm a Walrus and Day in the Life and very possibly Revolution in my top 10. Yeah. Uh, but, but I've got a load of songs you haven't mentioned there. I mean, I think. My favourite Beatles song is In My Life. Oh, yeah. yeah, I like that one as well, but, yeah. Um, you've Got to Hide Your Love Away. I love that as well. Now, interestingly, it's just before... Interestingly, all three of the people who have sent me their Beatles top fives or Beatles top tens today, uh, so I should give a, a thank you to, to those. Uh, I've got a guy called Les, who is... A, I know is, is around about my age. Uh... Tor, who's in her 40s, and um, Annie, who is around about 20. Uh, Beatles, Beatles nut. Uh, um, and they've all chosen You've Got to Hide Your Love Away. Mm. It's the only song that all three of them have chosen. Yeah. Well, there you go. So I, I, would, I, mean, that, I would say that In My Life is a clear number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, You've Got to Hide Your Love, Love Away is probably number two. Um, then there's a load of songs I've got, I'd say Help, 
Magical Mystery Tour, I'm a Loser, Eleanor Rigby, Rain, Nowhere Man, um, Don't Let Me Down. Yep. That'll okay. be my list. Yep, I'm a Loser was also on uh, somebody else's top five that I was sent today. Uh, so, uh, yeah, great. I've got no problem with all of them. They're all great. Love all those well, songs. Yeah. I've, passed, I've passed the Garbanzo test. <laughs> Uh, right, should we get, do the all quiz or should we go on to the, uh, my least favourite no, song? Tell me about the songs you don't like. Well, the number one Beatles song I really, really don't like... Uh, is Let It Be. No, 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 uh, is Get Back. Uh, mm. I think that's absolute... I, I hate it and I hate the... I can't think of a single song I like that's got that beat in it. The, um, the lyrics are stupid. Uh, well, the lyrics are unpleasant, actually. It, and it, well, you know, there's there's there. Well, allegedly, uh, Lennon says said at one point that uh, um, uh, Paul was looking at Yoko every time he sang "Get Back to Where You Once Belong" yeah. in mm-hmm. a kind of UKIP kind of manner. Um, <laughs> uh, that's disputed, disputed uh, claim for sure. Um, but I, 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 what, one of the other things that annoys me about it was I remember years and years ago in the eighties, I, I remember staying up late with my dad to watch this. Prince's Trust concert that was on the telly because McCartney was going to be playing live, which was a real rarity at the time. And we sat through some right rubbish. I mean, there were, uh, you know, Clapton and um, Brian Adams and all sorts. So we sat through all this other stuff. And then McCartney came on at the end and he did, I saw her standing there with a sort of all-star band, which was great. And then he did Get Back. Mm. And you think, what of all the songs? Why, why that one? You know, uh, and the same with, with I think, that, that James Corden concert we mentioned the other day. I think he did get back at that, and he did get back at the rooftop, rooftop concert. And it's just, yeah, it's rubbish. It's just rubbish. It's not uh, as bad as Obla Dee Obla Da, though. It's worse than Obla Dee Obla Da. Obla Dee Obla Da is in my ten, so that's coming up. And also another song we mentioned uh, a while ago, uh, which I really don't like, is With A Little Help From My Friends. Um, Year Blues off the White Album, Dreadful. Uh, honey pie off the white album uh, the silly Noel Coward spoof thing don't like that uh, I want you she's so heavy don't like that I don't like it when the Beatles try and be a heavy rock band uh, I've, I've realised apart from Hell to Skelter apart from Hell to Skelter also off the white album Good Night is rubbish um, Bungalow Bill which I know you like but that's rubbish Um uh, I don't particularly... I like pretty much everything on the early albums, although there's a few... There's not any songs I actively dislike, but there's a few that I might skip, uh, like yeah. I Want to Be Your Man and things like that. I'm not that keen on them. Um, yeah. And uh, I, the only one I don't really like... It's not, strictly speaking, a Beatles song because it's a cover, but I don't really like A Taste of Honey. That I find that rather annoying. Mm. Uh, well, as I said, I, I haven't got a, a proper list, and, and you know, I think quite a lot of the ones you've mentioned there would be in, in my least favourite Beatles songs. Oh, and all, also, almost uh, all of almost all of Let It Be. But, but in particular that yeah, silly Maggie it's May a, it's song. A terrible album. Yeah. It's a terrible album. Digger Pony, Maggie May, One After yeah. Nine Nine. They're all yeah. they're all yeah. boring yeah. boozy yeah. rubbish. Well when we spoke we spoke quite a lot at length on the beat on the White album, didn't we, saying there's quite a yeah. few there we we would ditch. Um just to be a little bit contentious though, uh, I really don't like yesterday. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I really don't like Let It Be. Okay. Fair um, enough. But, you know, I, yeah. I, they're, they're quite a good band. Yeah. Do you, do you accept that both Yesterday and Let It Be are both, in terms of what they're aiming to be, they're both very good 
versus. I mean, that. I can I can understand why why you you might not hate it as much as me. Is that what you're saying? Well, yesterday is not trying to be a you know a, 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 the Beatles, the Fab Four, shake your hair about rock and roll band, is it? It's 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 him harking back to an earlier Michelle. I don't like either. Earlier actually. area of song. I'm not too keen on Michelle either. But um, but yesterday is is kind of him harking back to an early area of classic songwriting. Same as Long and Winding Road. You know, oh, that's a dreadful song. Yeah, that's another one I don't like. Well, I like all those. He's very yeah, good at I... writing those kind of songs. Yeah, I think that's probably why I, I've probably favoured John and you. Yeah. So you're, you're very much the McCartney of the podcast, where, whereas <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a combination of Lennon and uh, Anne Harrison. Cynical, bitter old man, whereas <laughs> I'm the breezy thumbs aloft kind of guy. Yeah. You are two thumbs aloft, that's exactly yeah. right. Do you want to do a little bit Beatles quiz? Have you, is that all the songs you dislike? Have you done them all? I, I mean, I could go on, but I think that's probably enough, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> OK, fair enough. Yeah, go on then. Hit me with your Beatles quiz. Well, okay. So, so as you said at the start, this this uh, this collection, the Past Masters, is is kind of a, a collection of non-LP uh, mm-hmm. songs. But on the on on the reason we listen to it is is the Pollard tapes. Yes. And and on one version of the list of Pollard tapes, it's down as the Past Masters album. Yeah. On another, it's down as Beatles B sides. Right. Okay. Now. Doing, doing a little bit of research, like mm-hmm. I, you know, I do. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, and this is where I'm going to, I'm, I'm expecting uh, our pal Will to tell me that I'm wrong, but I'm going to say that there are 22 UK Beatles singles. Right. Okay. okay. That were released in, during the band's lifetime, um, and 14 of the B sides of those 22 yeah. are on this collection. Okay. So that means there are eight B-sides that are not on this collection. So that tells you that tells you that they are presumably on other albums. albums. Yeah. Yeah. So there are eight B-sides missing. Right. Or double Can A you... sides. Sorry? Or or possibly double A sides. Or okay, double A sides, yes, that's right. Okay. So uh, let's see if you can make... Can you name them? PS I love you. Correct. Is on That's the first B side. Uh, yeah. Um, Penny Lane slash Strawberry Fields Forever. The okay, you can yeah. have one of those as the B side or the other. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, get back is with um, Old Brown Shoe, I think, isn't it? Uh, um, so I'm trying to think of the A sides that aren't on here. Um, Hard Days Don't Night. Worry about it. I'm interested in B-side. I think You Can't Do That was a B-side. It something. was very good, yes. Um, uh, yesterday was a B-side, wasn't it? No. Uh, um, Magical Mystery Tour. You're counting that as a single? As an EP or something? No. Uh, I Am The Walrus was a was a single and wasn't Magical Mystery Tour the B-side of that? I think it was the other way around, but okay, I'll give you I Am okay. The Walrus. Um... Ballad of John and Yoko. What was the What was with that? I don't know. Uh, so you've done very well, actually. You're, you're missing. Mean, you're missing a couple of early ones. The people at home are shouting out, aren't they? They're shouting at the telly. Uh, <laughs> um, a couple of early ones, right? Yeah. So, um, hmm. I I saw standing there. Was that a B side of something? No. No. Uh, 
Can you tell me the A side and I'll see if I know the B side? That might help. No, I haven't written down the A side. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, I, t- I can tell you something, though. I can tell you that the first uh, ten of them all have either me, you, or she in it, so maybe that will help me work it out. <laughs> yes, um, uh, but most of those are on are on this compilation, aren't they? Um, yeah. So uh, I'll tell you. From me to, I've said from me to you, right? Um, yeah. From me to you isn't the There's another one with me in it. Yes. Uh, love me do. It's from me to you. Um no, I don't know. You're going to have to tell me. You're thinking of Ask Me Why. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. That's a good song, that. Yeah. Um, and then the other early one was Things We Said Today was a B-side. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a good song, too. Yeah. And these are strong songs. Yeah. Um, Eleanor Rigby was a B-side. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Baby, You're a Rich Man. Uh-huh. Okay. And the last B-side was Come Together. Ah, Okay. What was, what was that? So well done at home if you got all those right. Yeah, well done. I mean, probably we don't believe you, do we? No, but, you know, you've, you've only, it's like doing a quiz on uh, in lockdown, isn't it? You know, you, you mark your own answers and we'll trust you. we <laughs> trust you. And I'll wait, I'll wait to hear that my, my actual quiz itself was probably wrong in many ways. Okay, yes. So we need to do the mark out of ten then, don't we? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. of course, yeah. Um, well, um... It's interesting because uh, people like to make fun of Alan Partridge, who were in that famous Alan Partridge bit where they are asking, "What's your favourite beat?" He says he loves the Beatles, and he says, "What's your favourite Beatles album?" So he says, "Well, I have to say, the best of the Beatles." <laughs> this is this is you know not a proper album, and it's really good. It's really good, but yeah. they're also some of my least favourite Beatles songs of all time <laughs> on it, and one yeah. in particular. So I wouldn't really choose to put this on and listen to it all the way through because it no. goes downhill quite badly in the near the end, I think. Um, so, uh, but it, as, an, as a whole album, it, like I say, it's got some of my fav- favourite ever Beatles songs and some of my least favourites, but it's definitely better than the White Album. Mm. Definitely better, in, in my opinion, definitely better than the White Album. So I'm going to give it, I think, a six. Okay. I can't remember what I gave the White Album, so you I'm not going to be White a... Album a six. I gave it um, a yeah. six. I, I think I probably prefer the White Album um, mm. as a as a whole, as an album. Uh, I think it's more interesting as as a a complete work. Well, uh, but I, I totally agree with what you say. This is an album to dip into and, and pull out the, the the stellar tracks that are definitely there. Um, so I'm I'm only going to give it a five. Okay. Right then, so uh, average score of five and a half across the board from, from us wizards, uh, for you maths fans out there. Right, so next episode, wh- wh- where are we going? Well, we're, we're leaving the Beatles in, in, in our wake and we're moving on to the Who. The Who? Marvellous. Yeah. yeah, the Who. And uh, Robert Pollard's list uh, has an album called Happy Jack, and I wasn't sure what Happy Jack was, uh, right. but it's, it's a quick one. It's the yeah the album known here in on this side of the Atlantic as a quick one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and also um, the Who Sell Out, right? And the Who Sell Out, right? Yeah. So those those two albums. Okay. Well, that'll be our next episode. So tune in. Robert Pollard's Guide to the Late Sixties is a Trust the Wizards production. You can find out more at pollard60s.com and on Twitter at pollard60s. 
If you liked it, then please subscribe and review wherever you get your podcasts. You may also enjoy their other podcasts, which you can find at trustthewizards.com. Original music by the Malibu Storks. Kika Revelves and Chorizo Garbanzo are currently appearing in Waiting for Godot at the Mail Theatre in Leeds.